It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell. P-R-E-L-L. Prell Shampoo. Yes, Procter & Gamble's new radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you the life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff, leaves hair radiantly lovely, presents... The Life of Riley, with William Bendix as Riley. It takes very little to make Chester A. Riley happy. Right now, for instance, there's a blissful look on Riley's face as he toys with a few scraps of paper. Green paper. And Abraham Lincoln's picture is printed on each one. 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, and one more is 40. Yep. Yes, sir, Junior, there's $40 here. Sure is a lot of money, isn't it, Pop? Well, it's not so much for a man like me to have. But seeing that it's your dough, it's a bundle. <laughs> uh, Junior, uh, how's about lending me $5, huh? Well, gee, I'd like to, Pop, but honest, I need every cent. You Junior, see... Junior, I'm hurt. I never thought you'd turn out to be an ungrate. When you ask me for money, don't I always give it to you? No. <laughs> no? How can you say that? Did you ever ask me for dough and go away empty-handed? Mm, not exactly. I've got a drawer full of your IOUs. <laughs> well, that's better than money. Suppose the U.S. Treasury goes bankrupt. What good is your money? But those IOUs, remember, I'm behind them. Now, if you lend me $5 in United States money, I'll give you a $50 IOU, Junior. Yeah, but I need this money for my vacation. $40 for a vacation? Where are you going, around the world? I'm going to Pine Tree Lodge in Lake Arrowhead for two weeks. Look, son, why pay for a vacation? Do what I did when I went to a summer resort. I got a job there. A job? Sure. Well, gee, I never thought of that. Sure, it cost me very little for my vacation. I used my brain and I got by on practically nothing. <laughs> For instance, I once oh, went Riley, to... Riley, the sink's blocked again. Well, in a minute, Peg, I'm just... Pop says to... I ought to work at Pine Tree Lodge instead of paying. Now, Riley... I'm just giving him a little friendly tip about something that I'm an expert on. Believe me, it ain't every son who gets it straight from the horse's mouth. Riley, will you please fix that sink? Okay, okay, I'm going. You think over what I said, Junior. Gee, maybe I ought to get a job instead of paying. Pop says it worked okay with him. <laughs> That's what he says. Junior, before you decide, maybe I better tell you the whole story. Why, what do you mean, Mom? Well, your father used to be a shipping clerk at Hawkinson's department store in Brooklyn. I was secretary to young Hugo Hawkinson, the owner's son. That was before your father and I knew each other. Well, I remember one morning he and his friend Danny Greenberg were polishing furniture in the show. And then, Riley, this Hugo Hawkinson that thinks he's such a big shot, he has the knife to say to me, he, he... Hey, Riley, you listening? What are you staring at? Look, Danny, there she is. Oh, Peggy Barker. Ain't she beautiful? Not bad. What a gorgeous figure. I've seen better. Uh, what do you know? She's got a beautiful figure. I wish I had a figure like that. Okay, okay. So she's gorgeous. But you better forget it. After all, she's secretary to the great Hugo Hawkinson, the boss's son. 
You wait in her league, pal. Is that so? Well, for your information, I'm going to marry that girl. She won't be working for Hawkinson forever. Someday she'll be working for me. Eh, <laughs> uh, stop kidding yourself, Riley. You're too scared even to ask her for a date. Uh, don't worry, I'm just waiting for the right opportunity. Hey, hey, watch it, Riley. Right? Uh, Here comes that Yuko. Yeah. Hey, any of you geniuses know how to fix a fan? There's a broken fan in... Just a minute, Mr. Hawkinson. In the first place, I resent being called a genius. And in the second place, I'm a shipping clerk, not a mechanic. I ain't supposed to go around fixing things. Okay, okay. Danny, maybe you can fix it. The fan's in Miss Barker's office. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm a mechanic. <laughs> okay, then get going. And make it snappy. Yes, sir. Boy, now's my chance, Danny. Now I can ask her. Now I can ask her. How do I look, Danny? Is the crease in my overalls hanging straight? Huh? <laughs> How does he look, he says. Riley, remember that Peggy Dame is a frail girl. So walk into her office backwards and break your face to her slowly. <laughs> You're just jealous. Well, here I go to fix that fan, and I'll bet I'll make her fall for me. Hand me that hammer. Come in. Oh, hello. You're Chester, aren't you? You're here to fix the fan, aren't you? Well, it's right over here on the desk. Well, what's the matter, Chester? Is something wrong? Why are you moving your lips like that? Oh, excuse me. I, I thought I was talking. <laughs> well, is there something you're trying to say, Chester? Well, you see, Miss Barker... Oh, don't be so formal. Just call me Peggy. Thank you, Peggy. You see, Miss Barker, I, I was thinking that if you won't think I'm too fresh, uh, of course, we've never been introduced formal, but I thought if you weren't too... Uh, what I mean is... Uh, in other words, I was wondering, uh, seeing as how you, I, we... Uh, well, to come right out with it, I sort of hope that... That is, if you could... But if you can't, well, better luck next time. <laughs> Are you trying to ask me for a date? Gee, you read my mind. You must be psychopathic. <laughs> I'll bet you say that to every girl. Oh, no, you're the only one. Well, what do you think, Barker? I mean, Miss Peggy. I mean, is it okay for tomorrow night, Saturday? Oh, I'm sorry, Chester, but Sunday? You... Well, no, I can't because... Monday? I... Yes? Well, no, you see... Tuesday? I... Wednesday? Thursday, Friday, Saturday? I, I can't... Then any I... other day in the week? No, you see, Chester... You don't have I... to explain. I can take a hint. You don't want to go out with me because I'm just a shipping clerk. Why, no, I, I didn't mean... good enough mean... for you. Well, if that's going to be your attitude, here's the hammer. Fix your own fan. Chester! Oh, wait, now let me explain... I'd love to go out with you, but I'm getting a week's vacation starting tomorrow. Oh, I see. Well, 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 say, my week's vacation starts tomorrow, too. We could spend it together. I'd show you the town. Oh, boy, we'd have fun. Sunday, Coney Island. Monday, Ebbets Field. Tuesday, we could go out of town to Manhattan. <laughs> and, and, and Wednesday... I'm going to the country for my vacation. Oh, where are you going? Camp Kilcare in the Catskills. Oh, well, I guess that's pretty expensive. Oh, it's terribly expensive. Fourteen fifty a week. Fourteen fifty. Of course, I'm getting the deluxe accommodation. Only four girls in a room. Uh, well, I hope you have a good time. 
thank you, Chester. And when I get back, I... Well, Peggy, look what little Hugo got for you. I picked up your railroad ticket here. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Hugo. I've... Well, there's two tickets here. Yes, sir. One for you and one for your handsome boss. <laughs> Why, Hugo. <laughs> I, I didn't know you were going to Camp Killcare, too. I didn't either till I found out you were going. Oh, I'll show you a great time. Lots of moonlight there, you know. A moon, a light, and a rose. There's your hammer, Hawkinson. Fix your own fan. <laughs> Attention campers, attention campers, the Camp Kilcare dining room is now open for lunch. Guests are not permitted in the dining room in their bathing suits. So before sitting down at your table, please take them off. I bet. Hello? Oh, it's you, Bernice. Did our New York office send up any waiters? No? Well, what am I going to do? I got a dining room full of guests and only three waiters. I'll take anybody. Okay, call me later. Got to get some waiters. Come in. Uh, pardon me, sir. They said I'd find the manager in the kitchen here. You found him. What do you want? Well, I hitchhiked up here from Brooklyn. I'm looking for a job. Oh. <laughs> well, we've got plenty of fine jobs open here. Oh, well, I just don't want any kind. I'm willing to be athletic director. Athletic director, huh? Yeah. I hear that girls like athletic directors, and, and there's you, a certain... You want to girls... be an athletic director? Well, let me look at you. Take your coat off. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Now, now, turn around. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm very athletic. I'm sure I'm right for the job. Well, you look strong. Oh, I am. I can lift almost anything. You can? Yeah. Let's see you lift that tray there. Oh, that's a cinch. <laughs> there, hardly weighs anything. Well, let's make it heavier. Put those six plates on it. Okay. Now put that plate of bread on it. Oh, sure. Now that pitcher of water. There. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy? Nah, not at all. Well, try carrying the tray with one hand. Uh, oh, like this? Yes. Now I'll hang this napkin over your other arm. Yeah. Now what do I do? See if you can carry that soup to table six in the dining room. Where's the cinch? <laughs> you won't be sorry you picked me for this job. You couldn't find a better athletic dirt. <laughs> Wait a minute. You want me to be a waiter? You're a regular fox. <laughs> But my girl, she's stopping here. She'll see me. I, I... Not Tantone. You ain't making a waiter out of me. It's either athletic director or nothing. Nothing. <laughs> what table do I wait on? <laughs> now, Riley, I'm starting you off easy. These 12 tables are your station. <laughs> These 12? Yeah. As soon as your guests come in, you start serving soup. Meantime, put the tray down on this little stand here. Oh, yeah. Uh, now what do I do? Well, you just stand here and... Oh, I've got to get your white jacket. I, I'll be right back. Uh, huh. Some vacation. I should have stayed in here. <laughs> You're a scream. <laughs> Did you hear the one about the... Hugo, look. Look who's here. It's Chester. Oh, Chester, I'm so glad to see you. Hello, Miss Barker. Hiya, Mr. Hawkinson. So, you followed me up here, huh, Riley? Couldn't keep away from your dear boys. Ha, 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 ha. Well, when did you check in, Chester? Oh, uh, just a little while ago, but... What table I... are you sitting at? Well, I ain't sitting anywhere. I, I, well, why don't you sit at our table, number six? The manager won't like it. 
What do you mean? You're a paying guest, aren't you? Make him like it. Yeah, but you see, oh, come I... on, Chester. Don't be stubborn. If you don't sit with us, I'll be very angry. Oh, no, no. Don't be angry. I'll sit. <laughs> Boy, I'm starved. Well, I wonder who our waiter is. Yeah, I've been... <laughs> I've been coming here for years, and there's one thing I've noticed. They got a very low-class type of waiters here. <laughs> She says the waiters are terribly fresh. Well, if I were the manager, I'd soon put a stop to that. I wouldn't let them talk to the guests. Well, Chester, say something. I ain't talking. <laughs> I mean, well, a, a fella can be a waiter and, and be a nice guy, too. I mean, well, well, suppose I wanted to work here and they made me a waiter. Oh, you could do better than that. Why, they'd probably make you athletic director. Yeah, athletic director. <laughs> On the salaries they pay waiters here, only a moron would apply for the job. I understand they changed the policy today. They're hiring a very intelligent type of waiter, and handsome, too. Hey, here comes the manager. I'll find out what happened to our waiter. Riley! What are you doing sitting at that table? Get up! What? Just a minute, Mr. Johnson. You can't talk to Mr. Riley that way. Yes, he can, Peggy. He has a perfect right to sit here if he wants to. Peggy, stop! You can't yell at him like that. Who do you think you're talking to? One of your waiters? Look, Chester, don't stand there like that. Speak up. What do you have, pea soup or vegetable? <laughs> oh, Chester, you're the waiter. You're a regular fox. <laughs> I hired him an hour ago. You mean you're the waiter? <laughs> He's the waiter! <laughs> Well, don't stand there like a dope waiter. Bring us some food. Yeah, snap into it, Riley. Serve the soup. Oh, yes, sir. I got it right here. Careful with that tray. Hold it tighter. Hey, yes, sir. Higher. Yes, sir. Hold the tray in one hand. Oh, yeah, one hand. The left hand. The, the left hand. Wait, put this white jacket on. The, the white jacket. Oh, yes, sir. Right away. The white. Uh, Peggy, will you hold this tray a minute, please? Oh, I got to... Look out! Wait a minute, Rob. Yeah, clumsy oaf. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean oh, to... Oh, you ruined my dress. Look what you did. You spilled the soup all over it. Well, don't cry, Peggy. I'll get you another portion. <laughs> well, we'll bring you the second act of The Life of Riley in just a moment. And now, the glamour girl of 49. I'm Tallulah the tube of And I've got a little something to tell. Your hair can be radiant, oh, so easy. All you gotta do is take me home and squeeze me. I'm Tallulah the tube of And I'll make your hair look swell. It'll shine, it'll glow, so dandruff-free. For radiant hair, get a hold of me. Tallulah the tube of shampoo. Yes, folks, your hair can be radiant oh so easy with Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo. Because Prell leaves hair radiant the very first time you use it. Radiantly soft, radiantly smooth, radiantly shining. Radiantly clean, too, with no ugly dandruff. Because Prell removes such dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctors' examinations proved it. Prove it for yourself. Try Prell Shampoo. Shampoo. 
Before rejoining the Rileys, time out to remind all our friends that the hilarious new motion picture of The Life of Riley is now playing, or will play very soon, in your community. Starring William Bendix, this warm and funny movie is your chance to see all the Rileys, their friends, yes, and Digger Odell, too. See The Life of Riley if you like to laugh. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Gosh, Mom, I bet you were sore when Pop spilled soup all over you. Oh, I was furious. I wouldn't speak to him. What'd Pop do? Oh, he was miserable. And then a couple of days later, the poor thing was telling his troubles to Ruby, the dishwasher in the hotel kitchen. I don't know what to do, Ruby. She won't even talk to me. I'd do anything to get her to be friends again. Anything. I'm desperate. Well, I don't know, kid. Let me think. <laughs> hey, maybe you should ask Gitchy Gumi for help. Gitchy Gumi? Who's he? An Indian fella. He helps lots of young people who are in love. Oh, he does, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, where can I find this Indian? Where's his office? Well, now, you know that big rock looking over the lake? You mean what they call lover's leap? Yeah, that's it. Well, Gitchy Gumi's spirit's been hanging around that spot for more than 300 years. Oh, he's dead. Didn't you ever read that there legend on the bulletin board over in the social hall? Oh, no, no, I've never been in there. The help ain't allowed to mingle. Yeah, I know, but I got in there once ten years ago. One night I got so drunk they thought I was a guest. Anyway, according to this here legend now, this guy, Gichigumi, was nuts about a little Indian dame, Nokomis. Just like my case. And she was nuts about him, too. But then there was another Indian who was also making a play for the girl. A very nasty character. Yeah, just like my case. Only I don't think Hugo Hawkinson is an Indian. Well, anyway, when it began to look like the girl is falling for Gichigumi, this other guy gets sore, you see. Yeah. And he ties a rock around Gichigumi's neck and he throws him off Lover's Leap into the lake. Oh. Did he drown? Well, I don't want to give a hasty opinion, but that was 300 years ago, and he still ain't come up. (laughs) And ever since then, any lover asks for help, Gitchigumi helps him. You mean you can talk to this ghost like... God, go on, only a dope would believe that. (laughs) Okay, so don't believe it. But uh, 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 just for the sake of argument, let's say that I'm a dope. I can go along with that. And say that I believe that legend. How, how would I talk to Gumi? Well, first you call to him. You know, you kind of start off with that Indian love call. Oh, it's a lot of hooey. Well, no, I don't know. I once asked this Gumi for help. Huh? I was nuts about this fella Adolf, you see, but he wouldn't Oh, guy would have to be a sap to fall for that bunk. I'm going for a walk. Okay, so we don't believe it. But I'm positive if it wasn't for Gitchigumi, I wouldn't be married to Adolf today. <laughs> Gitchigumi. You should only drop dead. Oh, gee, it's dark on this road. I can hardly see my hand in front of my face. Nothing could be darker than this. Would you care to bet? <laughs> Who's that? Don't be frightened. It is only I, Digby O'Dell. 
the friendly undertaker. <laughs> well, Digger, what are you doing up here? You're the last person on earth I expected to meet. I'm the last person most people expect to meet. <laughs> are you on a vacation here? Oh, no. Every summer I close up my business establishment and work here as a gardener. I'm very handy with a spade. <laughs> That's good exercise. Oh, yes, yes. It's fun to plant things and then watch them come up. It's a nice change. <laughs> but tell me, friend, whither art thou bound at this unseemly hour? Oh, I'm just walking to forget my troubles, Digger. You see, I'm in love with a certain girl, but she don't care for me. Ah, the pangs of unrequited love. Honest, Digger, I don't care whether I live or die. Please, I'm on a vacation. <laughs> I'm so desperate, I'm even thinking of going to Lover's Leap and talking to Gitchy Gumi. He's an Indian that died about 300 years ago. 300? Yeah. And you're going to talk to him? This I've got to see. Well, he doesn't really talk, he's a spirit. Oh, yes, now I remember about this legend. Why not try it? Go to Gitchigumi. <laughs> Tell him your problem. Sure. Why not? What have I got to lose? I'll go, Digger. I'll go to Lover's Leap right away. Good. And by the way, if this 300-year-old Indian should actually appear, give him my card. I like his spirit. <laughs> well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Beautiful up here on Lover's Leap. Personally, I could live without it. Oh, look at all the stars in the sky. Some stars. They've got much better ones on Flatbush Planetarium. Minnie, are you having a good time at camp? I should say not. In the circular, it says, boys that kill care are a dime a dozen. Personally, I haven't had two cents worth. But, Minnie, the last three nights in a row you had dates. Some dates. Musicians. <laughs> There's something climbing up the hill. You think maybe it's a, it's a wildcat? I should worry, as long as it's not a musician. <laughs> oh, look, Peggy, it's that fellow Riley. Oh, shh, don't make any noise. He can't see us. Oh, what's he doing? He's getting on his knees. Now he's looking over the edge of the rock. What's he up to? Shh, he's saying something. Did she go me? <laughs> Gitchy. I am calling you. He's crazy. How am I the wolf? Oh, no. It's the Indian legend. He's... Oh, Gitchy, go me. Help me. I love a girl, but she don't love me. I spilled soup on her. Her name is Peggy. She's the most wonderful girl in the world. Please bring us together. You hear me, Kitchy Gumi? I am calling you. Oh, Minnie, would you mind? Don't worry, I'm going. Have a good time, Pocahontas. 
Oh, Gitchy Gumi, please help me. Chester. Yes, Gitchy Gumi, I'm listening. <laughs> Chester, it's me. Peg. Peg, it's you. Oh, oh, Gitchy Gumi, thanks. Thanks for bringing it. Oh, it wasn't Gitchy Gumi. You were here all the time. You heard what I said. Yes. You must think I'm an awful fool. I think you're awful sweet. You do? Honest? Mm-hmm. Sit down, Chester, beside me. Here? Closer. Here? Mm, much closer. What are you going to do? me. You know what that means? Now you'll have to marry me. The Rileys will return in just a minute. For hair that's groomed well, it's wonderful Prell, Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo. Yes, Prell works wonders on your hair the very first time you use it, because Prell leaves hair more radiant than any soap shampoo. Soft and smooth, easy to manage. With Prell, there's no dulling soap film to dim the natural highlights of your hair. And Prell goes to work on embarrassing dandruff almost instantly. Removes it in as little as three minutes. Doctor's examinations proved it. Try Prell yourself. As Tallulah says... I'm Tallulah the tube of Prell And I'll make your hair look swell It'll shine, it'll glow so dandruff-free For radiant hair, get a hold of me Tallulah the tube of Prell Shampoo That's the story, Junior. Oh, got the sink fixed. So that's how you and Pop got together. He was a waiter at Camp Kilcare. Wait a minute, Peg. You... Yes, and later we were married and lived happily ever after. And we only had one fight when you were born. Now, wait, Peg, you mustn't. About what, Mom? Your father wanted me to name you Gitchy Gumi. <laughs> oh, Peg, you shouldn't have told him. Ever wonder why the United States has the world's highest standard of living? The answer is our economic system, producing more things for more people. Your well-being and mine depends on our understanding that system, keeping it working, improving it. Remember, the better we produce, the better we live. Procter & Gamble invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The new Life of Riley motion picture starring William Bendix is now being released nationally. Watch for it at your favorite theater. It's the year's big laugh movie. Tonight's script is by Reuben Ship, Alan Lipscott, and Dick Powell. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. Direction by Mitchell Lindemann. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, for more radiant hair free of unsightly dandruff, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L, Prell Shampoo. Hi-ho, ivory snow, 
Wash your dishes with ivory snow. It's kind to hands and speedy too. Lovely hands mean a lovely you. Hi ho, safe in snow. Wash your dishes in ivory snow. Let your hands tell you why ivory snow is so wonderful for dishwashing. Wash your dishes with ivory snow as millions do. When you see how ivory snow pampers your hands, you'll know it's ideal. It's ivory mild, ivory pure, and it's granulated for speed. No soap made is faster for dishes or kinder to hands than ivory snow. Remember, it's ivory mild and granulated for efficiency. Yes, for speedier dishwashing, for snow white hands, try wonderful ivory snow. And this is Ken Niles reminding you to listen again next Friday when Procter & Gamble bring you a full hour of entertainment. First, Red Skelton, and then, The Life of Riley. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.